Welcome everybody to the AJ Osborne Show, where we focus on our core tenets, impact, freedom, and progress. Join me and others as we grow through education and discussion. Results and progress are not the same thing. We are now just over halfway through the year, and I thought I'd take a step back and look at this year. Um, you know, I don't know about you guys, but uh, sometimes I just feel like I'm not doing enough, or I feel like I, I could be doing more. I really get down on myself for wanting to sleep more. Uh, maybe I watched some TV shows the night before, and I'm like, man, what is going on? Nothing's happening. And I, I want to preface this because it, a lot of times we feel like we're not progressing because we are measuring it on outcomes. And results and progress are not only not the same thing, but you cannot measure them to get where you're wanting to go equally. Um, results, especially generally the ones that we really want and are really life-changing, are only the results of years of progress. So in order to get them, you have to identify and measure the progress and you have to look at it incrementally and you really need to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. And lots of times we have our head down so much that the results are like light in the darkness where it's like, I can see that there it is. When it comes, it's awesome. It's exciting. It's amazing. But when it's not there, it is just grueling, especially when you're trying to achieve and accomplish really big things. Um, I've wanted to do a lot of things in my life um, and accomplish huge goals, build empires, um, change lives. Just I, I've I've always wanted to do big things, and. Um, you know, I've really been on this journey now for, geez, I don't know whatever it is. It's like 20 years. And um, you get so caught up in what you're doing. But I was really, really lucky that early on I put away results, didn't expect them to work. This year I started out and I, I thought, let me take a break. We're halfway through the year. We're going to do the readjustments and not just look at goals because when I'm looking at my goals, they are all predicated on progress. So I'm measuring different items, right? I'm measuring um, incremental changes and how the changes are being made, what's impacting the changes and how we change the um, drivers so that we can get the change to move up or down. But you know, so, so often I'm not taking a step back and looking at it. So I, I did up a, a thing where I looked at it. I said, we're halfway through the year and let's take a look. Uh, as of right now, so far this year, we've uh, closed on half a million plus square feet, net rentable square feet, not total gross square feet. That's just rentable square feet, uh, which equals over 2,700 doors. Um, we are currently under development on 600 plus thousand net rentable square feet with another 3000, uh, plus doors. Um, we are under contract for, with 1.2 million square feet, which is another 8,000 plus doors. So it's like a hundred million closed, another 150 million, 
so far under contract. And uh, we are, which by the way, when we say under contract, um, we close on every deal we go under contract. We don't put things out, put them under contract, and then find out which one's best. So that square footage that's under contract is just actually one contract. And we're closing on that contract outside massive unforeseen uh, things. Uh, but we putting things under contract isn't a part of our business strategy. That's a part of closing. Now, when we look at other items to get to this goal, as we build out, the most effective, the most powerful, vertically integrated self-storage private equity company. We launched our software company to the public. We personally, we moved into a new home, but my wife's um, nonprofit is in a new campus, over 50 plus teachers and over 400 students that she is teaching um, business economics, um, investing, life principles, applicable knowledge. Uh, they teach self-awareness. They teach mindfulness, empowerment, and it's an accelerated program. Um, we've almost completed my nonprofit to protect wild spaces. Uh, that's my nonprofit, which will be launching this year. So I'm in the middle of that. Um, I've also got the final or the manuscript for my book that'll be launching in the next three months done. Um, and that's in, we're launching three other books besides that, that I am shooting for all three of those by January one. Um, we've, I've had a goal for five years to run again and not sloppily run. Like I wanted to be able to run, uh, ever since I became paralyzed, I don't even like to run, but Obviously, when it's taken away, <laughs> you really want it to it. That's a really important piece of life. And to me, so I've been trying it. It hurts like hell. Um, and it's uh, very difficult, obviously, for me to do. But this year, I, I now I outrun my five-year-old, which that was awesome for me. Uh, I'm, I'm working up. I'm going to go through the age groups of my kids. So like, I'll, I'll move up from here. I'm going to move up to um, Atlas, my eight-year-old, and then my son who is 12 to my 14 year old daughter, but it's going to take me, take me some time, but this year I'm going to accomplish that. Um, and you know, when I'm looking at so far this year, when I look back, I, I kind of step, take a step back and I'm like, wow, you know, I, I've really done a lot. Um, after a week of just diving into the numbers and saying, why isn't my progress happening as fast as I, I want it to be happening and what's going on? Now, when I look back um, over the last you know 20 years, uh, the first 10 years I feel like was with frustration, me putting work and working all the time into things that didn't pay out. They didn't yield results because mainly I didn't really have a direction um, I knew overarching where I was going and I knew overarching how I was going to build my empire, but I didn't know how to do it. I was struggling through it and I'd have years that would go by and I'd feel like I didn't move at all. And I think, you know, there was even some period of times where not only did I not move, but I failed epically and I went backwards and backwards in a big way. And, you know, that made me 
it obviously made me depressed. I gained a lot of weight. Um, what I didn't realize though, at this more like this halfway point in my life where I felt I should be further after putting in so much work and doing so much, that's just not how compounding works. And it's really, really hard for people to get past that. Putting off, you know, working, not today, not investing today uh, for tomorrow, investing for a decade for the next year um, to get the kind of results that you may want, or at least that I wanted. Um, I was having other results. But when we are so predicated, our, our, our journey is so predicated on outcomes, it can be devastating, I think, to our mental health and to our overall lifestyle. And uh, I wish I would have learned this earlier on to really see how all of that 10 years um, added up and how today, every year, you know, now I'm looking at it thinking I'm going to do more every single year than in that 10 years would have been my end ultimate goal to try to achieve. And it's not because I did things wrong and then I figured it out. It is because of the entire process. You may be sitting there going, I'm reading everything. I'm consuming knowledge. I'm on this journey. I'm really frustrated because uh, I don't even feel like you know, either know where I'm going or I'm not just not seeing results. And you need to flip the script. You need to look at not, not the results, but the overall progress. You need to look at the things that helped you, that got you where you are today, and you need to be very grateful for those things. The lack of gratitude, I think, that I felt during that time poisoned my mind, um, and it, it actually did worse because I felt like I had been given so much. I had such a good family. I had great mentors, and I had, like, in my mind, it didn't make sense to me why I wasn't more, why I wasn't doing more, which actually made me feel worse about myself. And then two, then I almost destroyed everything and imploded everything and it ruined my, a lot of what my family was doing. And the reason why that's so important to me is because my father came out of utter poverty from nothing and worked like crazy, right? So for me to mess up their lives or anybody else, I could destroy my own. That, that was... That was harsh. Um, and, uh, you know, luckily for me, I think I had a family and my wife and everybody that just believed in me. And they said, no, you know, this is this part of it. And obviously reaped massive uh, rewards for that, that belief. And that's probably my greatest reward is seeing my family and those around me become successful from my actions. And during the time, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I obviously can't go back and change it. But what I would say is looking at today to measure progress that is predicated on results doesn't work. And the reason why I wrote this out was because I got so much in the habit of stop looking at results and simply looking at the path uh, because of what had happened to me. Um, and because of how I think I felt, but I, then I went the other way and I actually stopped looking at my results, which were amazing. Neither one of those are good. If I'm not grateful and I'm not cherishing the results of decades of hard work and celebrating it and enjoying those results, then I am 
um, doing myself a disservice for the work that has been done. At the same time, if I am predicating my journey upon the results and making changes only based upon results, I am doing the exact same thing. It's this weird balance where we have to look at progress incrementally, not predicated on results, but when the results happen, we need to be very much aware of them, even if they're small and we need to celebrate them. That'll make the journey way, way more enjoyable, impactful. And it's not so much even that I cared about myself, which sounds bad. I obviously do. I want to live a good life, things like that. It was the impact though, that I think that journey can have on those around you, on your uh, spouse or your partner or your kids or, or your family or loved ones around you, that they are supporting you. They are allowing you to go on that journey. Um, you better be grateful and those wins, you better celebrate with them. And those wins are not just yours. They are all the people, the team, are incredibly amazing employees we have at our company that give up so much to build everything around us. So you need to be able to celebrate. You need to be able to enjoy the whole entire process. And you really need to be grateful for progress, even if the results aren't associated with it. Um, and that is something that I've really taken to heart. Like, being grateful for the challenges of which, I don't know, maybe I'm just super lucky because I've got a lot of challenges. I mean, I, I, it's interesting when I look at any of my successes and I wonder, wow, I wish my successes were probably, uh, I wish my successes were as big as my challenges. Because if that was the case, holy cow, um, you know, I, you look at life and uh, although I think I was astronomically blessed. Maybe that's why my challenges are so big because I feel like I was given so much um, to then just work for years and years and years to only utterly fail and almost go bankrupt and ruin everything and have to start over all over again to, you know, getting sued to lost relationships, um, uh, you know, outside my family to, you know, maybe giving up on dreams to becoming paralyzed and living a life with, you know, pain and just on and on and on. Um, some really immense life-changing challenges. And they're big challenges for the most part because they don't go away. Those are challenges that are very different. It's not like I failed a test or whatnot. These are challenges that keep moving on and I live with every day. And having to live with such massive challenges it's made me really say I have to look at these and be grateful for these and my progress cannot be cannot be hindered by them and that change made my life turn around it, it my the things that I'm doing today I couldn't have imagined that I would do and that was the reason I'm doing it today is because I faced challenges that should have killed me and uh, I have to deal with things that are so miserable on a day-to-day -day basis that I am a, believe I'm trying to and I'm accomplishing things that are greater than that. Um, and I force myself to look at those challenges that way. So instead of having pain that cripples me from normal daily actions and lives, I have pain 
that allows me to live and be with my family. It allows me to see my children. I have pain that allows me to still chase my dreams. I have pain that allows me to walk. I have pain that allows me to be alive, where without the pain means I wouldn't have been. And um, now, obviously, it's easier to say, have that mindset. This, you know, That's a hard thing to do. Trust me, I, I know and I understand. And it doesn't always work that way. I wish I could say that I was just always like, oh, this is great, this is a pain. No, you can ask my family. At times, it gets to me. It wears me down and I shut down and I don't understand why. And it's just like, it can be overwhelming. This is all part of it. And this is part of progress. They're not, it's not one without the other. And without understanding how pain, whether that may be you had horrible parents, it may be health issues, it may be that you've you know, got a divorce, maybe your spouse cheated on you, maybe you had an individual pass away that was close to you. Um, you know, those challenges, as hard as it is to hear, are not, those challenges do not take you away from the journey. They do not take you away from the results. They are the journey. Um, easier said than living with, I understand. But when you can balance these things and when you can pull gratitude in where there should be disdain, where there should be hatred, um, and when you can work and progress without results, um, it's like leverage on your life and what you can accomplish. And I think, you know, the podcast today, I'm like, man, I really need to express gratitude. I'm always talking about the journey and the head down. So I really don't like inspirational stuff. I really don't like motivational talks. I am not a guy that thinks that I should need to be pumped up. I am like, I think you should do the work, whether you like to, whether you don't, whether you hurt, because nobody cares. And if you want that outcome, you get your outcome. You just go, you either do it or you don't. And that's not always a good attitude. Um, I think that in general, it has benefited me well, but it also, um, it can, you can rob yourself of compassion and gratefulness and you need to be careful with it. Um, so today's podcast, I wanted to reflect. I wanted to reflect on my journey and I wanted to be proud of myself for my accomplishments and realize, which I don't really do. Um, and we got a massive deal signed literally before I walked into this podcast. That's why I'm having this discussion. Um, Brian, our head of acquisitions, knocked it out of the park, $150 million deal. Um, you know, life changing stuff. And, um, yeah, you know, I was like, awesome, good job. And I went to do investor stuff. I'm like, I got to get this podcast done, this. And I thought, you know, we should probably celebrate this. I'm like, I'm sure we'll find time. And I'm like, what? And I, I need to, we need to, so we got to be proud of this outcome. Um, and then we've got to execute. We've got to, uh, you know, we, we need to be proud. And it's important for us to be proud of the things that we've created. And so pride and when I mean pride, I don't mean pride as in a way that I'm you are better than someone. I mean pride of you, what the outcome is that you've worked hard to accomplish. 
not bragging, but gratitude, right? Pride and gratitude um, are very closely related. And those two things are good. And, and it, the gratitude leads us to understanding the progress, to understanding the process, and to recognize the outcomes, even when it hits the fan. Um, in fact, that's when it's the most important. But if you're not practicing those things when it's good, you can't have them when they're bad. I think because I've been around so much when it's bad, through 2008, through lawsuits, through almost you know, losing everything, to only getting better, being finally successful in the first year that I was successful afterwards. The first year my company it was generating a profit, everything was going my way. Finally, after years of struggling and lawsuits and almost losing everything, and I'm like, this is it. And I get par fully paralyzed. And um, I, I think I realized today, I've had my head down so much in the last decade, I, I haven't really looked up to, to see around because I'm either, you know, I, I'm just fighting. And um, I'm really, really grateful that I have the opportunity to do that, that I can fight. Um, when you are on the journey, um, out of the last 15 years, uh, five of the years have probably been really good years or I mean, just good years. Um, I probably had 10 years of, uh, pain and trials. That's not normal. I don't think that's normal. That's not, you shouldn't expect that. In fact, I think it should probably be inverse. Like I think most people have five years of struggle than 10 years of gain. I'm just, I'm a lucky guy. Uh, but I also think though, because of that my five years are, the results are disproportionate. Maybe that's a good way I can, I can say it. And what I'm experiencing today, um, and what this, this year, excuse me, and what's gone on, it's just been incredible and, uh, and awesome. And I, I'm trying to relish in it now a little. Uh, I haven't been at all. And I thought today it's time to maybe take a break. Maybe I'll do something fun. Um, maybe we'll go to Hawaii or something. Uh, take a break, take the kids, right? Do something fun. Because once again, I gotta have gratitude I don't know when the next five years of trial and pain will be. Um, so enjoy the progress. Recognize those results. For anyone that's in it, for anyone that's going through it, and when I mean going through it, I don't mean you're struggling. It means you just may not be happy with life, where it's headed, right? You may not be happy with anything. First thing I want to say, people make dramatic changes on the course that they're on for very small things and relationships and short-term things, they make horrible long-term decisions. Short-term pain, you have to get through it. And that can be simple discomfort without making lifetime changes that derail that progress because you're so focused on that outcome. And I'm not getting that outcome right now so I'm not progressing or I'm not happy and I want my life to be better and I want it. And yes, I really do think for the most part in the United States, people are generally spoiled. And you see in the short term, if they're not happy, they believe that everything else should change around them, including themselves and other people. They believe that, well, this isn't the way I wanted it, or this isn't exactly how I think, or I'm supposed to be happy all the time. 
I'm supposed to have this. And they make horrible long-term decisions and their life is just an absolute mess because their life is too good. And um, we need to keep that in check. And you need to make sure that short-term discomfort is not a is you need to make sure that short-term discomfort does not cause long-term pain power through it power through recognize identify and make changes that are important but don't make changes that will dramatically alter your life and your course on short-term information uh it's hard so like i said starting out take a step back realize what period in your life you're in identify the progress understand that progress doesn't mean you are getting good results it means it's part of the pathway you're supposed to be learning attributing and growing uh that's my reflection time for today. I really just, I, I totally had a subject, everybody I was coming on here to talk about. And um, I I'd, I'd planned it all out. I, I had some data I was looking for, got the news, everything, and I changed it on a whim. I'm like, I, I got to talk about this. This is important. Um, and two, a little pat on my, my, my own back here. I'm going to do it. I'm, you know, proud of myself. Did, did good, worked hard. And that's really even weird to say out loud. Uh, so I it's very strange actually to say out loud like that. Uh, but anyways, I think that um, we have five months left to the year. And yes, I'm gratitude and, and I'm grateful and I'm probably going to play a little. But man, am I going to put my nose to the grind and finish it out strong and really knock some of these things out of the park and uh, apply because the journey and the progress is fun, right? It's you fall in love with it. You fall in love with it all, even the pain. Um, you just end up loving the journey. And let's just be honest, your only option is to love the journey or just live in a life of misery. So you might as well love the journey. Uh, you might as well be happy with the great things you do and the stupid things you do. Uh, I do a lot of stupid things and there's always regrets oh i wish i wouldn't have said that or i wish i wouldn't have done it but the problem with that is that stops progress it, people don't people don't partner with other people they don't reach out to people they don't talk on the internet or the social media about what they're trying to do they don't go on podcasts they don't put themselves out there why because of short-term pain along the journey and they think that it's going to hinder their progress if they fail or if they're embarrassed and then when they are they stop and immediately shift and say i'm never doing that again when in reality it's literally part of the process there's no way that i am going to stop and never say something stupid it's impossible why would i ever even put that on myself i'm not perfect Nobody is, and nobody's going to say that. So I need to accept it, and I need to be okay with, all right, I'm going to get on a podcast. I'm going to say something stupid. Um, and you know what? That's fine. It's it, it's okay to make simple, small mistakes, and it's you got to overcome it. You got to realize it's part of the journey. You got to put yourself out there um, because if you don't, progress isn't going to happen, um, and you got to be happy with both of it. Anyways. Not to do a little uh, little hurrah thing here. Not to do a a motivational uh, speak because I, I don't like the stuff. That's totally what I just did. 
Um, but there it is, guys. I'm really, really grateful right now. We've had a great journey. And um, this is important because things are getting tough. Uh, they are. The, the process is getting tough out there. Um, and it, guess what? Not going to change. I, the one definitely thing that I found, the world has been ending ever since I became an adult, which is really interesting. Like literally, I mean, you're talking about 9-11, 2008, coronavirus. Like it, it's just nonstop. And I don't mean like bad things are happening. I mean like the world's ending. Like I'm hooked to tubes. Like I mean, you literally, I, 9-11. 2008. Then I almost went bankrupt. Then things started going good. Finally became fully paralyzed. And then things started to going good. I started actually learning to walk again, got back into the office and everything and coronavirus. And a lot of you have these things in your life that you look at, right? And you're like, geez. And then we turn on the news and like, and when I say the world's going to end, obviously I don't mean really, I mean, that's how it's put out by media. That's the world wasn't going to end on nine 11. It wasn't going to end in 2008. It wasn't going to end in coronavirus. It wasn't going to end. Well, it almost ended when I was paralyzed, but it wasn't going to end when I almost went bankrupt. Um, so the fact that we recognize short-term things as if we're dying, right. is so disproportionate to the reality and it makes us do or not do what needs to be done. Like we, we do stupid things or we don't do what we should be doing because of noise that we're hearing out there that never ends. The world's always ending. And yes, obviously at some point it will end, right? I mean, that's, a, that's a given people are like, aren't you afraid though? The, the U S economies go down. I, mean, I can't control any of that. And are you saying we shouldn't do anything because an outcome may be really bad? Well, what are you going to do with your life? You're going to die. So that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And two, you're, that means you're not going to be actively out changing your life for the better, working towards averting crises like that, being a part of the solution. Instead, you're part of the problem. And if people would stop freaking out and, over the stupidest stuff. I absolutely ridiculous that we're in an era where you have entire companies that say things like saying groomers is hate speech, hate speech to what? Like pedophiles. And this is the main argument. You look at it, look at Twitter, um, Reddit and everything for the last three weeks. It's been one of the trending topics. That's what society is spending their topic time on. It's just berserk and it's mind boggling that instead of actually trying to accomplish real things and solve real problems, uh, that people get caught up in the noise. And I think we're addicted to the world is ending. We're addicted to the fact that there's bad things and we have to identify enemies and we as humans create problems and we create evil and we create bad guys in our minds because it's inherent in us. We're always looking for the lion that'll kill us. We are always looking for the storm that's going to destroy our home. And we have it too good, way too good. If you are today living in America, you are the most spoiled generation ever, ever. I mean, it's unarguable. Like, I mean, middle-class America today live better than the Rockefellers did. 
50 years ago, middle-class America compared to today, it's mind-boggling how much better of a life they have. I mean, they live longer. They're healthier. They have access to entertainment. They have access to travel, right? We have almost eradicated extreme poverty in the world. If you go back to prior to 2000, you're talking billions of people lived in abject extreme poverty. What we have done in the world is nothing short of amazing. And the problems that we have in the world, whether that may be climate change, the problems that you have in your life, everything, it's all totally fixable. It's everything is fixable, right? We can fix problems like these. Um, and yet we say things like, we're in so much trouble and life is so bad and the world is coming over and it's like, wow, that is just so absolutely toxic and we're not solving real problems. We're creating problems that don't matter and we're arguing over them as a society that have no effect. Don't do it people, right? Head down, go through the journey, stick to progress even without outcomes. And if you're not getting an outcome to the problem, it's not anybody else's fault. Stop blaming others. Fix it yourself. Get to work. Enjoy the process. Realize bad things happen. It doesn't matter if you're good. It doesn't matter if you're doing the right thing because it's part of it. It's part of the journey. If I lived every day upset that I was in pain, I would have a really terrible life. And I don't. I have a wonderful life. I have amazing children and an amazing wife, and I live in a great place. And uh, um, I can't do a lot of things that I used to love to do, but I can still do so many things that I love to do. Why in the world would I think that I would be better off or that I would, you know, it, 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 like I shouldn't have life if I have that pain. It just doesn't make sense, everybody. So this is your little motivational talk, I guess, for today. And it's my venting session as well as this is my time to remind you outcomes do not mean progress. Look out from your life and see where you as a person are, not things around you. I'm not talking about what you have. I'm not talking about outcomes that you may desire. You as a person. Um, and then go back down to progress Figure out where you're going and what you need to be doing on a day-to-day -to, -day to receive the outcomes, whether they come or not, and get to work. Make sure you're identifying real problems, not creating problems. Make sure that you have feedback loops and make sure that you annoy the 90% of people that absolutely waste everybody's time. That's it, everybody. Get out there. Five months left. Five months. You have so much time to just absolutely kill this year. What you can do in five months, if you spent a few hours a day, is just astronomical. And I plan on doing it. This is going to be the best year of my life. Make it the best year of yours. Thanks, guys.